Oh, dear. You want to just start us off? Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. It's been quite a couple of weeks, but we missed you. Teddy, uh, what do we have on tap for the fellas today? <laughs> wow. that Can you use that voice all the time? No, that was we, great. I'm exhausted. It, yeah. You're a little red. Oh, good start. Hello. Welcome to episode 18 of Oh Dear, sponsored by Bo's Bar and Stage. A special Halloween episode, might I add. What makes it so special? Well, we're all dressed up for the occasion. We're rocking the Sesame Street costumes, which in hindsight is pretty stupid for a podcast because nobody can see us, which I don't know how long we're going to make it in these things because they are hot. I am sweat sweating my balls off, Ted. Or should I say Bert? <laughs> <laughs> and I am losing weight and loving it. This episode is brought to you by the letter R, as in the Red Deer Senior Wrestlers, who you've heard us chat about quite a bit already on this show. Well, now we're having them in. Team President Mike Dempster, who's going to be our first two-time guest on the episode. Uh, congratulations, Dempster. You're over on the couch right now with Aaron. Uh, quite an honor that I'm sure you're going to share with absolutely nobody. And Johnny Lee's coming in as well. Wrestler's assistant captain and uh, one of the founding fathers of that team as well. So that's coming up in just a bit. I'm Ted Emmett. Privileged, as always, to be here at Communal Creative Studios by Bose. Again, this, this Burt costume is a little warm. So we, this is the first time I've seen all you guys have water beside your beers. I think we're going to need a couple more. But joining me, as always, is the biggest Halloweenie of all, <laughs> Dustin Moore. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Big weenie. <laughs> Gotta like that start. <laughs> that's not what he said. Yeah. Well, that's him, all, him, I, that's all I heard. You know, speaking of that little joke of yours, I, I'm a huge Halloween guy, so I love theme parties and dressing up. I'm great. The Oilers are winning tonight. Off to a hot start. NHL's back. Couldn't be better. And, well, he wanted to be Big Bird, but then we just have to call him Bird. Kevin Walsh, how's it going? Hey, thanks, Ted. I'm good. Um, I just wanted to give a quick shout out here. We just had an election, so just wanted to congratulate uh, Ken Johnson on becoming our newest mayor. Um, I knew him when he used to work for a bank, and uh, he's a great guy uh, and someone that's, uh, I think, very well suited to lead the city. So congrats, Ken. So on that note, are we targeting Tara to come on the podcast now that she's uh, past mayor? Is that a thing? Does she still got to sit in on meetings and stuff? Or no, is she no, done it's not like a, it's not like a board of directors. It's, for it's the not town like the of city of Red Deer. Okay, yeah. sweet. So <laughs> you're a booking agent. All right, Tara, Tara, okay. if you still listen, I know you listened off the hop. So Tara, if you're still listening, we'd love to have you on. Yeah. If you have the guts, Tara, to come on our podcast, <laughs> invitation is open. Yeah, that, that Lundy's got some tough questions for some you. Some real hard hitting questions. <laughs> and I think we should quickly, while we're talking about the election, uh, Huge shout out to our friend, Paul Peters, who ran for school board trustee, you know, unfortunately didn't make it in there. There was a lot of people running. I thought he had a good chance. I, I liked his platform, but it takes a lot of guts even just to run and uh, a great guy, huge, huge part of this community, uh, listener of the show as well. So Paul, uh, congratulations, you know, on everything you accomplished there and uh, can't wait to vote for you in a couple of years. I thought he should have won just based on that poster he had. That poster was awesome. So tip of the cap to whoever drew that or or printed that because that that should have won him it won him the position right there. And hey, since you're already talking, the Ernie to my Bert Ryan Lund, how's it going? <laughs> I, I knew you're gonna hate that. Uh, yeah, and just for all listeners, we're just roommates. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm doing well. Uh, it's not winter quite yet because it hasn't snowed yet. Uh, oh shit, I just realized by the time it... it snow. No, it's snowed. Oh yeah, but no, if, if it doesn't stay overnight on the ground, it doesn't uh, count, Ted. You have to wake up to snow on the ground. Okay, okay. So, but hopefully by the time this airs, the snow hasn't hit the ground yet. So, um, yeah, so uh, looking forward to Halloween. Uh, not sure what I'm going to dress up 
this year as, but I know it's not going to be this this dreadfully hot uh, Ernie costume. Yeah, we can we we can take a quick pause and take these off. They're a little oh. a little hot. Oh, that's much better. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know who is staying in costume in her wal- walrus onesie? Wow, it's trying to say that a couple times. Coworker Aaron. Uh, once again, you have a friend on the couch too, because uh, Dempster's hanging around. But welcome back again, and thanks for dressing up. Hey, man! Anytime I can wear pajamas out in public and not feel like I belong on like people of Walmart, I'm happy. <laughs> you should go to Walmart afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> of course, dressed as two guys who uh, are sick of putting up with our shit. As always, Ryan and Riley in the background here, keeping things running for us. Uh, did a little bit of running around tonight too, moving some stuff around. So we appreciate it as always. And just before we get too deep into this, because I think you guys can all agree that when you come in here, it's almost like you black out when we record. A lot of stuff said, you miss some of it, you leave the room, you forget. And of course, I when I'm editing, hear some of this stuff three, four times. And I got to say, I didn't catch it the first time, Aaron, and I should have, and we all should have. You called Jaleel White a D-list star, and that's the biggest pile of horse shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Steve Urkel is a D-list star in what world? I stand buy it fight me i didn't know who that was until you said steve urkel so yeah and he played two iconic characters on that (laughs) show (laughs) what was his what was the other character it was really creative it was stefan oh yeah Yeah. so steven and stefan yeah yeah so he's like he's like as good as eddie murphy is basically and eddie murphy is an a-list celebrity yeah name literally anything else that he has done uh shark some Crocosaurus versus he was in a Crocosaurus movie. I know that. Anyways, good, still, good argument, Ted. Yeah. You know what? He's been in more movies than you, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. D-list that. star. I accept that. Yeah, we yeah, don't even let you walrus. sit at the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyways, I had to revisit that. Also, Dustin, just one more thing from last episode. Can you say photographer? Photographer. Okay, you said photographer a whole lot in the last episode, and it made me smile. So thank you. I think that's just a person who takes pictures of different furs. <laughs> no, Boots that's, that's furries. Furries, yeah. <laughs> Which, hey, <laughs> that might look like the kind of party we were having tonight, but... The old furry party. <laughs> yeah, Dustin would be photographing everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that I officially derailed us, let's roll into the Glad Game. The Glad Game is brought to you by DNA Plumbing and Heating. Don't get caught up in the cold this winter. Call DNA now to get those furnaces tuned up and ready for winter. But if you don't, DNA offers 24-7 service for all of your plumbing and heating needs. Visit dnaplumbing.ca or call them at 403-877-4461. You can't see Lund's holding up his DNA hoodie right now. And you know what? We've got Mr. DNA. Well, that sounds like a weird like <laughs> criminal name. <laughs> Mike Dempster from DNA Plumbing sitting in the room too. So how is that? How How is that? Uh, well, for writing and ad read. That was almost a perfect ad read. Wow. Except the phone number is 887. Oh, okay. No, no. That's on me. I read it. I yeah. read it right. That's on me. So okay. hold on. Let me redo no that. No wonder last no line. one's called you. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me let me do that last line. Visit dnaplumbing.ca or call them at 403-887-4461. Suck it, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, if your furnace is broken and you don't want to pay to get it fixed, just call that number. And I know for a fact that Dempster's a very good cuddler. Yeah, and if you tell and if you tell Ted to suck it, you get an extra 10% off. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> I'm going to gladness up here. I don't even know if that's a word. It is now. I don't think but so. My glad game is, is a birthday glad game. Erin just celebrated her birthday on October 16th. So, you know, in between podcast at release and podcast recording, or actually the day of our podcast recording, I think. But we also have a lot of friends upcoming birthdays. We have a ton of November birthdays. So I just, I wanted to give them a little shout out tonight. Uh, I'm glad to be part of their lives and hopefully they throw a party so I can go have some beers with them. So November 1st, no pressure Walsh, but uh, your birthday's coming up, turning the big three, five and not three days later, your wife turns the same age. Looks 25. Yeah, baby. She's gonna, yeah. she's gonna love that. That you yeah, just you're welcome, Kim. caged her out in front of yeah. everyone. Well, and hey, the important thing about Walsh's birthday too is it's the official birthday of this podcast or the idea of this podcast. Oh wow, I did not know we that. We went out, so right? We went cool. out for drinks for Walsh's birthday, and mm. well, and I'll add two more birthdays in too because my brother-in-law dylan winnicky is november 2nd but you just send cards like that's not what this no, podcast is hey for. this is my i'm glad to be friends with them and and kayla <laughs> He's just trying to milk free beer and, Ta- and kayla jean kloss uh one of the nicest uh human beings out there well okay let's keep going november 9th okay oh, fine i'll that was, stop that was that's a, just henderson's kid's birthday yeah. so happy birthday blake that was a pretty selfish glad game anyone got something better yeah, I'll go next. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to all my Gemini uh, signs <laughs> out there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but I am, <laughs> I am glad for all those all those different event planners that are that are in the middle of planning larger events. Now that we can do it, it's it's still tricky. It's still tough because you're not sure which way it's going to go. So uh, nothing, nobody specific, but big round of applause, big pat on the back to anybody that's trying to organize anything out in public now because it's it's a lot of work and uh, a lot of time and a lot of Plan Bs and Plan Cs. So. Yeah, just just glad we can kind of kind of start doing that again, and and hopefully we can attend some some larger events this winter. Well, I guess I'm gonna throw in an, an extra one for the Glad Game here because a shout out to our presenting sponsor, Bose Bar and Stage. You know, Lundy, you talk about people trying to put on events. Um, I guess when this aired, just this last Friday, it'll be a couple weeks back now. But they had Lift Fest at Bose, which was a really cool. A uh, lot of local artists doing kind of a tribute concert. Um, you know, the Beatles, Fleetwood Mac, uh, David Bowie, um, and it was all in support of the Canadian Mental Health Association of Central Alberta. And I'm not 100 percent sure. I think they raised somewhere between ten, fifteen thousand dollars, like a lot of money. So I know Brendan and everyone at Bose Mental Health really means a lot to them. And you know, even so much so that they also started a uh, foundation called Stigma 86. You may have seen it on social media. Um, it's really, it's all about uh, ending the stigma around mental health in the hospitality industry, which I think right now, mental health, we've said it, I think almost every episode, the last couple is more important than ever. And I know we've mentioned it too in the, in the hospitality industry has been tough going for them. So make sure you check out Stigma 86 as well. Uh, they're on all the social media, give them a follow, uh, look at what they're doing. I know Brennan and Dustin at Bose and Riley from Cilantro and Chive and, and a lot of other people are involved with that. So that uh, makes me pretty glad to see that. And I had one absolutely spoon fed to me here by the Red Deer Chamber of Commerce, uh, but really glad for an initiative they're doing now, especially as we get into Christmas time. I think we remember well, our first ever guest on the podcast, Ange Hall, really all on her own went and did that support local initiative last year. And now uh, the Chamber of Commerce is coming and doing it in a big way. You may have seen the pink signs around town. I know Walsh, you've already signed up for this. You might have seen them on social media. It's Love Local RD. 
And uh, really, it's it's all about shopping local. So if you see a sign, pink sign, it means they're a verified local business. Go in, support them. And when you do that, you have a chance to win as well. So make sure you follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you can win great prizes from local businesses just for supporting local. And I think it's great to see. I don't think we uh, can ever have enough of that. And uh, for us standing here next to a small business owner, I think every little bit helps. And I know... Um, yeah, Walsh, I think you just signed up. Yeah, actually, they contacted us about a month ago. I And obviously, this is before anything came out on social media. So it was kind of out of the blue. And they said, um, we're doing this this shop local campaign kind of leading up to Christmas. And um, they wanted to come and shoot some, you know, some videos and content at the store uh, with me and my co-owner, uh, Brandon. And um, so I was very shocked and, of course, said, yeah, this is great. Uh, so I think it's a really cool initiative that they're doing. And uh, hopefully it, it catches on and I love to see it. And I think too, as we come up to Christmas season and, and present season with all these shipping delays, truck shortages, all that stuff. Birthday season too. And it's birthday season, <laughs> November. Yeah, yeah, you caught my yeah, glass. Yeah, you were listening. listening. listening yeah. But no, seriously, like it's going to be really important to shop local because of that reason, because you ain't going to get presents on time. And Santa, you just Santa, ate, kids, you ate, you ate. <laughs> kids okay. no, don't, don't take that to heart. The, Santa will deliver. Santa is not affected. Hey, if your kids are on the naughty list this year, just get them a picture of Dustin with his finger wag- wagging, <laughs> yeah, saying, you ain't getting any presents this year. Yeah. And photographers, <laughs> you guys are really exposing me early in this episode. It's yeah. bullshit. <laughs> But yeah, and uh, going back to the Love Local RD, um, it's going on until the middle of December. So make sure you follow them for lots of ways to win. And if you're a business interested in taking part, you want that pink sign in your door, just go to reddeerchamber.com slash lovelocalrd. So something we're very happy to get behind. I think we're we're very pro supporting local. So here's a, another great way to do it. Well said. Thanks. And you know what else I'm glad for? And I think the whole world is glad for is talking less in an episode of Oh Dear. So Dustin, you're taking the reins for this interview with Mike Dempster and Johnny Lee. I think we can all agree less is more when it comes to, well, anyone, but especially me. So Mike Dempster, Johnny Lee from the Red Deer Senior Wrestlers, our episode sponsor. Uh, Here we go. Good luck. All right, Lundy. I don't know what the hell Ted was thinking. Let us drive the bus on this one. But we got a couple of our old friends in the house tonight from the Red Deer Wrestlers, I believe still the captain and an assistant captain, Mike Dempster and Johnny Lee. (laughs) Welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. Thanks for having us, fellas. Thank you for having us. Well, let's start it off right away. Tell us how the season's going. Uh, So we're we're two games into the the regular season here. Uh, We're one and one. Uh, game one was against Camrose, and it was our first one uh, after a COVID year, <laughs> a COVID year and a half of no hit hockey, no skating, no nothing, no conditioning. You know, we came up with a five three loss, but uh, Camrose that was their second game, and I don't know, it was, we did well, but uh, a lot of rust that needed to be shaken off. I would say, <laughs> yeah, so uh, they had a head start, eh? a little bit of a head start, but uh, I don't know in senior double hockey how much of a head start you can actually get on someone. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we didn't have the most intense training camp. I wouldn't say. Yeah. No training camp? <laughs> yeah. A few not, skates. Not like when we, we started our year one where we uh, did the spin classes and uh, had the, the gym floor hockey and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So. Every night. I remember. I remember. I was in the gym morning, <laughs> noon, and night. Every night. Has that has that work ethic kind of translated to the younger guys that you guys are uh, employing now? 
Well, I think the younger guys are just young and still athletic. The old guys have to work hard. <laughs> well, I'm going to chime in quickly from the couch here. Let's talk about, just before we get into too much, let's talk about the league the wrestlers play in. You know, senior double A, I think a lot of people might not know that. Uh, just talk a bit about the league. Good question, Ted. <laughs> yeah, the league's, the, the league's been around for a long time. What was it? We had the patches a couple years ago. I think 1995? It's been, yeah, 1995. So it's been around. I was one of the guilty i had no idea the league existed until we started our own team it's a pretty thriving senior league it's one of the biggest in western canada we lost the team this year due to some covid restrictions uh they'll be back next year but or hopefully back next year but it's a eight team league all across for, we're the f- most southern team all the way up north to bonneville westlock devon morinville lacombe camrose and fort saskatchewan so lots of riding the bus and for those that want to uh, Google it, what's what's the name of the league? The North Central Senior Hockey League. The NCHL. Yeah, just yeah. checking. Yeah, <laughs> it checks out. So this league, it's this like a real thing. We got like a website and everything. This league's been around longer than some of your players have been alive now. That's that's <laughs> nuts. That is correct. Yeah, I think I was. But neither not. of you two. You you're you're not in that category. No, no, we're we're seasoned enough that we're uh, we break that uh, 1995 barrier. So I think when we play with with Pess on our left wing, I think that we're officially the oldest line in the league. Yeah, you're over 100 100 years old. Yeah, because <laughs> when we started, we were the 99 line, and yeah, now we're we're old. <laughs> we have to work harder than everybody else. So so let's go back to the the first year. The who whose kind of idea was it to bring back the wrestlers? Because I know they were they were a team back in uh, was it the eighties, mid sixties to eighty six, eighty six. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe talk about how the idea got going to to bring back the team and to, and to join that league. I think it's a two part question to that kind of thing. First part was. I think all of us sitting around after a long ball beer league game and, uh, you know, they're ready to league folded for, for no hit league in town. So we were, we we're kind of pondering if we had something better to do instead of the <laughs> trade ice times or whatever the case was. So I think we were all sitting around at Sam's South and uh, hadn't had some brunch and talking about it. And then Dustin had previously played in the league. So kind of gave us this. <laughs> the fairy tale story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, it's not that it's a glorified beer league. There's no hitting. Nobody there's hits. no this and that. <laughs> so I think that got the ball rolling, and then eventually, once we ironed out the logistics of forming a team, then that's when Mike took a part on the wrestlers, and that's where I guess the second part of the question. But yeah, I remember I didn't play that long ball game for whatever reason, but you guys went for drinks, and I got a call from Kyle that night, and he's like, "I think we're gonna start a team." And I, was, I asked the same question, like, what I mean, what league? We're not playing against, we're not playing senior triple A. What, what league are we talking about here? And so I looked it up that night and I was like, all right, well, if we're serious, I'll email the league. He's like, I think it'd be classier to wait until their trophy's handed out. We'll do it at the end of the year. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. So yeah, we waited and I think we emailed and they gave, I had no idea what was going to happen with how you join a league. And the guy's like, you need a, a mission statement. You need a financial statement. You need, and we kind of looked for like, we don't have any of that. <laughs> we, we have to get our boots moving here. But yeah, it panned out. We, I made some bullshit letter of our mission statement and <laughs> he accepted it and we went from there. To spin off that because you're making it sound like this all got thrown together. I would say, you know, you're the ringleader of the group. We all had this great idea, but you kind of took it and ran with it. And it took a hell of a lot to get ice time and pen hold. It took a hell of a lot to bring on, you know, the community sponsors that you brought in. And then we were packing that building. Like it was, it was insane. It was, I look back to that. Like that was one of my funnest years of hockey. Like 
going breaking down on the bus going to Bonnyville <laughs> and like some of the some that of the was not, that was that was <laughs> one of the funnest days of my life. We spent sixteen hours on a bus that day. Oh my god! And, and played and, hockey for two. <laughs> and you played the the night before, and we went out after. I remember, and I know like oh. Lundy, you had a you had a rough. A couple guys had a rough one. Yeah, that I don't. Night. I don't think I played, so I got I got pretty banged up <laughs> at the bar that night, and and then the bus was leaving at like seven a.m. the next morning, so I was. I was like, oh, perfect. I was asleep on the bus, and and then the bus broke down, and and then I remember us showing up at the rink. I think we we spent like five minutes in the dressing room. They were started. already done, old Canada. Yeah. Before we got to the rink. Yeah, and then we got the hell out of there as quickly as possible. We won, just, we won seven two or something like that. I, I was just praying that the bus didn't break down on the way back because I was not going to make it. <laughs> you had you had a couple soy sauce shots and a couple oh. pepper snorts that <laughs> night at the at How the old JJ's kitchen. I yeah. think that since the Gary Harris, that's where we left that year, right? We always took the bus out of the Gary Harris. I think that our team absolutely set the league record for most trucks that slept over. Speaking of the Gary Harris, and this is one of the reasons I retired from senior hockey. We played our playoff one of our playoff series is at the Gary Harris, which was still Olympic size ice. And that's when I realized my fat ass could not get around the ice anymore. And I was like, oh man, this is, this is it for me. I'm done. I remember sitting in, cause we had beat them pretty handily throughout the regular season. And I remember that, that playoff game, I think we only won three, one or something like that. And I remember being in the dressing room thinking like, why are we so bad tonight? Why is our team no good? Why can't we score goals? Why are we in the right spots? Because their team's 20 and we're all old and this rink is 30% bigger. Yeah, they should they, they shouldn't have those rinks in Red Deer. Like <laughs> they, those should be specifically just for the Olympics, I think. Yeah. I don't think Red Deer's hosting the Olympics anytime soon, so get rid of it. Yeah, it was And no it good. is gone. It is like to be fair, it's gone. Like they they've moved. <laughs> they listen to, to Lundy. Yeah. yeah. Lundy, okay, Lundy yeah, wrote okay, a letter yeah, to the editor. So if you and Dustin went out there and played a game right now, you guys would be fine. No yeah. issues. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should uh, rejoin the team, Dust. Well, we'll see how tonight goes. We'll <laughs> we'll do some contract negotiations after. So yeah. let, let's spin now to to where we're at now. You guys in year two, I believe. You guys actually made it to provincials. I think it was the year after. Every, yeah, year two. Year year after me and Lundy. And a few other guys couldn't put up with the the hitting that I thought was make believe in the league before, but uh, you know, you guys ended up making it to provincials. It was going to be, it was great for you guys to take that step. It was in Leftbridge, and then COVID. Yeah, so we actually didn't get to finish the league final, but where because it was getting hosted in Lethbridge, our league got to send two entrants. So we were both going, um, and then COVID happened and shut down the final. It was going to be good. We had uh, lots of high hopes. It was. Obviously, it would have been the biggest stage that we played on. We were pretty excited, and I think that that's that's obviously the goal now again to get back to the same spot. And so, I think for our listeners too, because you know people who are unfamiliar with senior AA and new teams joining the league and you know an expansion team, the first year we finished second place, I think, in the regular season. I think we lost the second round. The second year, you guys made it to provincials, and then the third year was COVID. So now you're entering your fourth year. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me, the success that the team's already had and the community backers you guys have behind it. And so I guess if you haven't gone out to a game, make sure it's good hockey. It's fun. It's it's the old boys, Johnny and Mike and Pesser and, <laughs> you know, if the you other like Pesser. And, yeah. yeah it's, well, it's, it's a bit of a throwback, and that's what everyone says. Many people are like me. They didn't know the league existed. They didn't know the team existed. We're trying to obviously get awareness for that because once you come in the door and watch – it's a cheap ticket for one. It's $10 for adults. Kids are free. $5 for seniors kind of thing. So you can go there, have a beer at the bar, watch the game, and not spend a boatload of money. And your kids run around the track. You don't have to watch them. Let them have fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's parents' night off. And almost everyone that leaves the game goes, 
wow, this is kind of an old school brand of hockey. There's hitting, there's fights, there's you know chirping, there's slashing. It's it's not necessarily the new age. Don't Speed. don't touch me, hockey. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's definitely maybe a brand of WHL back from 04 or 02 or 01. But yeah, I know it's 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 super exciting uh, to see people come out for it. We obviously try to get as much community involvement as we can. We've done obviously different multiple different charities, but the biggest backer fans is family and friends. Everybody on our team knows somebody who plays that used to play in Red Deer or they moved away and they come home. So it's moms and dads, uncles, aunts, friends, and it's kind of like a big little hockey family, I guess. So Dems, Ted over here on the couch. <laughs> I'm uh, Since Dustin's driving the bus today, I'm going to play the role of Dustin and kind of jump all over the place on the timeline. And you mentioned that it's all a throwback and kind of a, a really special meaning for you uh, and a reason why you chose the wrestlers for, for this team name. Yeah, so my dad played uh, for the original Red Deer Rustlers uh, from 69 to 71, and they won Red Deer's first national championship in 1971, uh, which is actually will be this year's the 50th anniversary of that. Obviously, the Rustlers were a big part of Red Deer before the Rebels were here. They were still, I believe, this, this could be wrong, but I believe they still are tied for the most AJHL championships for any organization, and they were only around from, I believe, it was 67 to 86, so very, very short as a, compared to, you know, lots of the teams in the league. Um, and then he went, had his hockey career, came back, and then coached the wrestlers from 80 to 85 until they, they folded in 86. So, yeah, the wrestlers is part of my family for a long time. I, I just actually got a 1970 national, or 71 national championship banner back, so... Pretty cool, yeah. But yeah, it was a when we were deciding team names, it was kind of a, a no-brainer. That's right, because there's a uh, there's a minor team named named the Red Deer Wrestlers too. So that, did you have to get their their backing to use that that name? Yeah, actually, well, we kind of worked together on that. Uh, I wouldn't say we kind of asked for their more of a blessing. We didn't have to do any legality or anything like that. But uh, Kevin with Thrive Hockey, he also runs the the wrestler uh, summer hockey program. Um, you know, actually to begin with, he was, went for a, for a meeting with him and he was really on board with what we were trying to accomplish and was, we had his full support. So, um, yeah, we went with, we went the, with the, the new logo instead of the old logo. So we could kind of, you know, blend with the way the, the new age wrestlers. And then, you know, I think hopefully we'll end up going to a, a third Jersey, a throwback to the old school wrestlers. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of how that we did kind of had to get that blessing, but, uh, it's, it's worked out well. Cause it, you know, you see lots of kids wearing the wrestler logo that it's either their hockey team or they're supporting our team or, you know, there's, or both or both. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, and that's so. the, the funny thing with it is like, you know, the kids, if they're, I think that my son was the first level of wrestlers this year. So he's seven and it goes up to, I believe they go to like 13 or 14. When they see us wearing the jersey and their logo, they completely, for, or they don't even realize that we're all essentially has-beens. You know, they look at you in the dressing room and they, they come in and they think that you're just as cool as, as a rebel or just as cool as, the, you know, the guy they see on TV because you're wearing the exact same colors they are, right? Like you're kind of part of their team, so. I mean, you guys are pretty cool. Well, you guys are. <laughs> and, and let's give you a little bit of credit because I'm a little jealous, to be honest. Like my body can't keep up to my... <laughs> growing belly, I think <laughs> my shoulders, everything else. But 
Like I, I truly am jealous that you guys have this thing still going. I, I knew I couldn't make it a thing after getting knocked out cold in playoffs. Well, that's what I said I could <laughs> sign you. I could sign you. I could sign you for one game. I got cards if you want to settle the score. Like but, we could throw it on the table tonight. Little, little rustler. <laughs> we have no, 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 no. We signed Dustin tonight. Get him on a card. I have the Hockey Canada registry on my phone. You're an ex player. Nice. It takes one click. I can get you on the roster, and we dress you versus Morinville, and you settle the score. Oh, I, you know, I wouldn't hate that i i did like to dabble in the in the fighting back in the day but you don't even have to skate we'll put you on in the second period let him get a bit tired <laughs> just one shift man that's all you yeah. need can we can we talk about that hit though dustin because i you know working in the in the box all season there and i had a front row because it happened right in front of us and here's a guy who's already gambling with what little brain cells he has <laughs> left, right? and he's out there you're playing you had a good season too like you still you still had it and absolute cheap shot hit and I just saw you drop right like right in front of me and I kind of looked over the glass and I, I I guess this speaks to to what you mean to me that I didn't even know but my heart sank like I almost threw up because you were there your eyes are in the back of your head like we were talking about horror movies last week it was like a, a scene from one <laughs> like is he gonna start like puking green slime and speaking Latin backwards and I don't know that was, that was scary I, we're joking, I but that was scary though I don't know if you know Ted but that's the second time that I've seen Dustin almost get paralyzed on the ice. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. The first time was in Camrose when we were playing together in Olds yeah. and he got hit from behind and he went off on a stretcher and he was all tied up. He couldn't move and he wasn't moving his hands or his feet. Like the team had no idea if he was leaving paralyzed or not. We you, were, is that when you broke your back? That's when I broke my yeah. back, yeah. We were, the whole team was... was. You were probably just trying to draw the... Yeah, draw the extra penalty. <laughs> I don't even know if the guy got him. No, either. I don't think, I think he got two minutes for boarding. Wasn't it when you lost your jibs too? Or? No, it was Stockwell. Oh, oh that was a different one. That was an Okotoks. You your life for knocking those teeth out. I, yeah, I agree. Except for the, the worst part with knocking my teeth out and, and Mike was, yeah, Mike was at that game too. It was in Okotoks. I got hit from behind and right onto the dasher and my mouth guard was filled with my four front teeth that were so crooked. But that night we had a party in Olds, like a team party. I remember this to the day. And I got my dad to rip me back to Red Deer, emergency dental surgery. And he's like, well, I can, I can fix these. I can, I can actually Tony put, bond- yeah, I can put, <laughs> I can put bonding on. I can make them straight and stuff. I said, no, just, just put them on how they were. I need to get back to Olds. So he actually put my teeth back in crooked. <laughs> and then my mom had to pay a bunch of money to get veneers for my wedding. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, in regards to that hit, like, I I knew right then and there. I actually, it's the weirdest thing because, yeah, Ekdal came over. He's like, did you break your back again? First thing he says to me, he was in Olds with us too. And I didn't really know where I was at the time. And then I got in the dressing room and no headache, nothing. Like I ended up being, I think it was more whiplashy than anything, blindside. But uh, our friend's wife, who's a a general uh, physician... Is that right? Yeah, good job. GP? I mean, uh, I don't know if that's what she is, but you said the word Yeah, right. she's a GP <laughs> and, uh, and an ER doctor too. So she came down to the dressing room and I was in good hands and, and Ash came down too. And I knew right then, I was like, yeah, there's no way. There's no way I'm going to be able to play. To again. put it in perspective, when you got hit at our blue line, I had the puck at their blue line. So that yeah, was, I was that a little was, late and blindsided. That, that was the gap in spacing. I, I will say, like, as much fun as as I had being a part of the team, I fucking hated you guys so much because it would take, like, nine hours after every game. We'd run out of space on the score sheet for penalties. We'd be sorting <laughs> shit out, going to the refs, going to signing reports. Like, oh, my God. Like, See, I, think I don't think, like, I, I've never seen so many penalties in my whole life combined as I did the I, one 
I guess two seasons, you know, with the rustlers. It was I think that insane. first year we had this idea that we were going to be like the old boys coming in and like kind of like the big bad team and try to impose our will to make up for lack of foot speed. <laughs> and and uh, I think that it showed pretty quickly that there's teams are too good in the league to take that many penalties. I mean, um, we had to establish the culture, right? Yeah, we had to. Well, <laughs> had to make it a hard barn to play in. But. Shout out, shout out, Brennan Francon for getting the <laughs> yeah. first seventeen minute penalty I've ever seen. <laughs> seventeen minutes in the box. Not only that, when he was in the dressing room after that, Odie walked in and Odie looks at him and he's like, "Yeah, sorry, coach, I, I lost my cool." I, I shouldn't have done that. I put the team in a bad spot. And Old looks at me. That's okay, Frankie. I just told the co- or the referee I was going to set his house on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh God. Okay. So thanks, Ted, for butting in and taking us back down memory lane because that's fantastic. But now we're going to fast forward to now because you know tell us what's going on you guys what's going on with sponsors what's going on with partners like what you guys need some volunteers what do you guys what do you got happening i think the struggles volunteers every year you know uh previous years we were fortunate enough to have ted with us like you know i hate to say it ted but we, we missed you a little bit this year yeah, i miss it too <laughs> Dustin asked me to get him a granola bar from the from the concession. I well, quit. That's, that's not one of the things that made me quit. But Dustin did. I think it wasn't me either. By the way, if we, had a, if we had a score sheet for how many times I quit as GM of the Red Deer Senior Wrestlers that year, it would be five times the amount of points Ryan Lund had. <laughs> Man, after every game, Ted just told me that's my last game. Well, I'm not doing it was, that again. You know what? And I'll say sorry, Dustin, taking us back again. But right from the get-go, you know, me being newer in Red Deer and Dustin really just asked me, hey, do you want to kind of do like our social media marketing for this senior double-A team we're starting? And I was kind of familiar with with the league and that and I thought, hey, perfect. I'm not doing much right now. It's a good distraction and as awful as it was, I think it was one of the best decisions I ever made because, you know, metal, I'm sure like I would have met you guys down the road anyways, but you know, we got to do that right away and I think Dustin can attest, you know, and for four of the five of us in the room, like being able, being a part of the group that brought that team in and, you know, Dempster, you you led the way, but it, it was an awesome feeling. And I think, I don't think we can really overemphasize what an accomplishment that is and and really came in and, and took the community by storm. And what, 400 and something people at uh, the home opener one, yeah. for, uh, for a senior double-A team is, is pretty <laughs> unheard of. If you guys so. remember, we skated out through through smoke. We had smoke and lights <laughs> oh, for yeah. our first game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why didn't you guys keep that? that was- <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? The new kids that came in, so obviously I say kids when we're getting it, talking about the newer team, we are getting a little bit younger. And I think going back to what Ted said, as far as the how hard it was for Ted running the behind the scenes thing, as every new organization or everything new, I'm sure you know your podcast has been smoother after episode 17 and as instead of episode three. No. Nope. I think we worked out. <laughs> okay, so you guys are the anomaly. But we've worked out some kinks and... The behind-the-scenes stuff has tamed a little bit. It's it's a little bit more achievable for a few people to take care of. But yeah, the the not young guys are like, how come we didn't get to skate through smoke? We heard about your guys' <laughs> epic home owner. Because Ted quit too many times. <laughs> yeah. But man, and I will tell you, from every angle of being a part of that team, like prof- the professional development, too, of that is huge. Like I, I did learn a lot. I was amazed by how much like 30-year-old men needed to be babysat. 
but that really prepared me for this podcast. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, welcome, Ted. If you talk to these guys, ever we, won't, we don't have time to go into it. But yeah, I, it was a roller coaster for me getting to be. I guess my official title was GM of that team. But for a guy who sucks at hockey, you know, I, I really got to be a part of the team, and the team treated me incredibly well too and uh it was a ton of fun i know if anyone out there is looking for some social media experience i know dempster you're doing a good job on social media but i'm sure you'd love to have a a volunteer come in and handle that especially kind of during game time yeah this year we have some buy-in from some of the younger guys as you guys left filling spots in the board and stuff like that so we have some of the younger guys that have have stepped up john and myself take a little bit of the of the lion's share of of the work but when you're always looking for volunteers i'm not a social media guy i'm trying you know trying to make it work trying to get awareness out there because that's really the biggest thing is awareness about the team knowing that we exist so one of the things that we're we're doing this year um we starting we're starting Saturday, so each game we're going to reach out to a, a minor hockey association, and we're going to bring a couple teams in. So this Saturday we're having a U nine team from Innisfail and a U nine team from Red Deer, and they're going to wear their jerseys. They get a, you know free entry, little bag of chips. Parents get half price and get a little shout out on the microphone, and they could scream and yell. And hopefully it gets another fifteen or twenty people that have never seen a wrestlers game come in and they see the hockey, they enjoy the hockey, and they come back next time. So. Yeah, essentially, as much as it's uh, just it's senior double A hockey, it still costs money too, right? So you know we we run we run for non for profit, so you know we're it's essentially we're trying to sell seats in the stands just to pay for ice times, pay for referees, pay for you know extra things like to have the the beer gardens and stuff like that. So um, essentially, we need to, we need about a hundred people per game to just to to break even for for us to keep running. So and then bus trips and stuff too, you know, we as much as it is, we want to try and provide pizza, you know, pizza beers for after the game right some kind of incentive for the guys to come to the rink um we've had a couple like some of your sponsors are our sponsors as well i know you guys have bows right so local restaurants is a huge one we can easily support back in that in that regard right we can after the game everyone joins up goes to a restaurant has a beer has a bite to eat and we've had three restaurants on board from day one the penholder bows and hideout have been super solid they're great partners to be with they they help you out with everything as far as finding us even a, a beer sponsor for our team that was all done by a restaurant for us so but you guys talk about the sponsors like the the one thing that that i really learned is how much it actually takes to to run the team like how much money per year i thought naively i thought oh it's it's five or ten grand but i was way 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 off so i don't know if you want to yeah. share share well, that info that that bullshit you know mission statement that i wrote i wrote down our budget for the year and that was going to be twenty thousand dollars thinking that was really high we're going to get a couple sponsors. We're going to, you know, make Morsey's dad pay some money, have some, you know, that kind of stuff, and we'd be fine. And all of a sudden, you start seeing the costs. And and it is true when people talk about uh, minor hockey and the cost of minor hockey. Ice time is expensive. As, as a senior adults, we're over $200 an hour for the rink. You know, you put that into a practice a week, a game a week. It adds up quickly. Obviously, safe travel, so you get on a bus to go on your road trips. Nobody's driving to Bonneville. And, and lots of the thing, too, is making the organization as professional as we can because lots of these players are coming back from the WHL. They're coming back from ACAC or CIS or even, you know, playing pro somewhere. They want to come back and still be part of an organization that's not a mom-and-pop shop. So you need to be able to put something on the ice or put something off the ice that they're willing to come to to try and make it a sustainable group, right? For us to continue when we're done playing, this foundation needs to be set that the wrestlers organization is going to be a place to play. You know, to that point of, you know, all these guys finding a place to play after CIS, ACAC, Pro, 
Western Hockey League, AJHL, wherever all these players are coming from now. You know, I hate to, you know, plug your ears, minor hockey parents, but your kids probably, like if they're playing <laughs> senior hockey, know where you're going with they, this. they've done themselves so good. If you're playing hockey at the age these guys are playing hockey at right now at 35 years old, that's nuts. That is actually nuts. So to couple on that. So I, I coach a U9 team and we had our, our parent meeting. You know, they ask you what your your goal is throughout the season. And obviously you're working on skills and this and that. But number one goal is to find a love for the game. Because that's what I say. If you can be my age and still love to play hockey and go get hit by 21-year-old kids and 23-year-old <laughs> kids and be sore from Saturday to Wednesday till practice and then be tired from Wednesday to Saturday to the game and then just continue that cycle. <laughs> I love the game. I've always loved the game. These last few years have been some of the funnest years of my hockey career. So ex- exactly what you said, if you can if you can have your son or daughter play hockey and get to a point where they're well into their adult years and they're still loving the game, then I think you've done a great job as a hockey parent and I think the game grows from that. So, so honest question for, for both of you. Right now, at your age, what do you love most about playing? Is it the challenge? Is it is it the the team? Is it sniping one top corner and celebrating? Like, what is what what keeps well, you? Well, we haven't scored this year yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. only only two games. Killing yeah. that penalty <laughs> off, Wendy. <Yeah. laughs> You're looking well, you at the number one penalty killing pair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, blocking a shot from the point. Yeah, what oh. is it? What what keeps you coming back with with all those bruises and and uh, <laughs> maybe concussions? Uh, I think for me personally, it's just uh, the competitiveness. It's it's nice to uh, compete for something. Not saying that beer league hockey or anything is is not good hockey and it's not fun but that the competitiveness you play years and years of elite hockey you play go through the junior rankings and it's tough sometimes just to give it up i think this league is like it's perfect because everyone has a mutual respect we have to go to work on monday right it's it's so except for the guy that hit dusty (laughs) he doesn't work on mondays (laughs) so um but yeah it's just that that's something of accomplishment too you know i think the reason why mike and i and and kyle or some of the older guys are holding on to maybe one last dream is we'd like to win a provincial we'd like to bring a, a title back to red deer and say that you know we're going to retire on, on a high end kind of thing kind of like you know some guys chase the stanley cup i don't want to compare it to the stanley cup or anything but uh yeah it's just you know it's it's nice that it's That's our trophy it's the vanberg cup i think vanberg cup and you get to down. decide what your own stanley cup is right yeah, everyone exactly. gets to so, so this is it good for I, you. I never won a junior a championship or anything like that so i'll go with a senior double a championship will be my stanley cup but so mike before you answer though okay because i I am. I got. I'm watching you guys on social media. I got to get out to a game here soon, uh, and see the new product. But if you guys do win a senior double A championship this year and head to provincials and win it all, can me and Lundy drive the the bus for the parade in Red Deer when you guys bring it back? Okay. So, the, so my dad's best memory of being a wrestler, and and this was like you know the day that he passed away. He's telling stories, and he said that he they came back from PEI because it was a best of seven back then instead of a, a tournament. So they came back from PEI and he said that there was like 6,000 people oh, on wow. Gates Ave waiting for them to come back and they, ha- they had a parade. And he's like telling the story in 2019 and got teary-eyed like from how cool it was. So you say that like the parade, obviously <laughs> I don't think we'd have the same fanfare, <laughs> but 
I think we should do it like the Tampa Bay Lightning. We'll head out to Sylvan, Sylvan and have like a, boat a boat parade. Yeah. You might have to compete with uh, Phil, the bus driver, to drive that bus there in the parade. Phil, the thrill. <laughs> Wait, someone has to talk about Phil real quick, just even though we long... I don't know if Morsey or Lundy want to talk about Phil or... We forgot about Phil. I never forget about Phil. He's my favorite bus driver. Phil Phil has a... What's his name? Phil loves driving the bus as much as you guys love playing. In hockey, <laughs> and didn't he? Didn't he? He drove to Edmonton that morning. Yeah, he, he had to pick us up to Edmonton. He thought we were going from Edmonton to Red Deer instead of Red Deer to Edmonton. And we ended up going to Bonnyville, and that circle back. That's the bus trip that broke down. Yeah. And where were we? Like Warlock? No, we Gibbons. were in uh, Gibbons. 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 Yeah. yeah. And and not only that, but. It, like it was a terrifying ride up to Gibbons and then we get to Gibbons and our bus breaks down and he, cause he hasn't slept. He, he drove to Edmonton <laughs> yeah. to pick us up and realized he didn't, shouldn't have been in Edmonton and drove back. To I pick think us he up. had a little pick me up. Well, whatever. <laughs> well, he didn't, we offered him an energy drink, but he doesn't like energy drinks. So <laughs> then, then we're thinking, great. A new bus comes. Phil's going to deal with this bus. No, Phil hops on the new bus <laughs> and drives us guy. to Bonneville <laughs> and leaves that one. To, oh my God. That was a nightmare. Yeah, Phil wasn't missing missing that trip. And then there was a blizzard on the way back, so it took us twice as long to get home. I can't believe anyone. That's the only on the bus team. trip I've ever been on. Granted, you didn't stop for beer very often when you were playing junior hockey, but it was the only bus trip that I've ever been on that we stopped three times separately on the way home to get drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, uh, Phil was. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone as mad at a single person as Scott was mad at Phil when when he was when he said that we passed to pick up the Pest Brothers in Leduc, and he seen the gauge was down. And he didn't tell him for another hour and a half from the road. I thought Odie was going to kick the shit out of him. <laughs> like, I honestly thought that he was going to throw Phil off the bus. <laughs> Odie was just getting fired up. He was just getting ready for the game. He's like, why am I here? <laughs> well, I think before we wrap up, we should talk about about Scott Odegaard. He's the, the first ever coach in senior wrestlers history and also unfortunately passed away in the last year here. But some great memories there. I know me personally, I'd never met him before. And I was afraid of him for like the first four games just because of his sense of humor. And I think I think any time I was around him was just the wrong time. And I did. I don't think he knew I was. <laughs> you, the needed to, you needed to work on your timing <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he thought I was just a fan hanging out down in the hallway. Get the hell out of here. What do you want, autographs? <laughs> <laughs> no, we. Um, so our first game, we had a little. A, a small ceremony for Scott and for when so we the people in Penold where we play at the multiplex they they're gonna let us hang a banner so we made a, a forever a wrestler banner that had their names on it and we have the old logo for win we have the current logo for Scott but you know Scott was fantastic um I think that many people probably feel the way that, that Ted does. He's a commanding presence when he was in the room. He, you definitely knew when Odie was there but the memories that we had in the, in the two years were phenomenal and uh stuff that I'll never forget just to he was there from day one and when you start something like this from the ground up and the people volunteer their time and they volunteer, you know, everyone's time is precious and how much you have left. And he spent a lot of time where he could have been doing a hell of a lot of other things and he was sitting on a bus with us or sitting on a bench with us. So that'll be something that I always will respect for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. I think for a guy to, to command a, a group of, you know, mid twenties to early 30 year olds and have that respect from the moment he walked in that room was, oh, it was, it was good. Um, he knew the, he knew the right buttons to push. And then he knew when it was time to have a good beer too. So after a big win, it wasn't unlike him to walk in and crack open a beer and chug it down right there. And <laughs> fastest, then and, fastest beer drink. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. no, we had a lot of good memories and we're very thankful for, for all that he did and all the sacrifice he did for us. And he'll always be remembered 
remembered as a forever wrestler for us. That's when uh, that's when it got real for me is when he joined his coach and ran our first practice. Just because up until that <laughs> point, it was just kind of like, all right, let's do a couple drills, guys. Let's uh, let's uh, scrimmage, scrimmage, and <laughs> all right, good job, everyone. Hit the showers. No, when <laughs> when Odie joined, it was fucking go go go, Lenny, Lenny, hurry up, hurry the fuck up, Lenny. Do, do you remember okay, the, yeah, the, no, the, pra- the practice yeah. at RDC? Yeah. Dedication skates. Yeah. You remember this? <laughs> everyone makes it to the blue line, back, red line, back, blue line, back, far end, back. And if you don't make it, you go again. Well, Lundy <laughs> <laughs> goes blue line back, red line back, blue line back, and he's he's with the group, and then goes to the far end and goes back, and his legs completely. <laughs> he went back. Yeah, yeah, there was no legs left on him. <laughs> he almost <laughs> broke his ankle. Yeah, my, I did like a I did like a pirouette and my ankle just gave out and I couldn't get back up. Because you're skating with size 14 skates. Yeah, apparently I didn't do up my skates properly too. <laughs> Guys gave it to me a lot that year. But uh, no, yeah, just to get back to it. Uh, yeah, Odie was, uh, yeah, he was one of a kind and he was the perfect guy to, to run that team, I think. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good fit and, and funny, not funny, but the, our new coach, Jason, knew Odie quite well through, through work and it's a very similar presence in the room, maybe a little less, a little less on the joking side, but a very, very similar presence. So it's kind of, and we had actually planned before the season, before Odie passed, that they were going to work together. So it was it was nice that Jason still committed. Obviously, it's you need someone to be there to man the ship and get the guys going in the right direction. So yeah, someone's got to have that final say. Someone's got to be. So happy it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one, I guess my my final question today, guys, is what's the prediction for this year? Are you guys going to win win the league, win win provincials, or or are you just building slowly to to another second place finish? <laughs> I don't have enough years left to build slowly. <laughs> All right, you're all in this year is what you're saying. Pretty much. I think this is uh, all or nothing. We'll see. Uh, I've started a family myself now, so, uh, you know, family comes first before hockey, but you do have a second family there. But uh, I I don't know. After 35, I don't know if I got another year in me or not, but we'll see. But, yeah. See, and I I have this little in my brain. I think I'm going to try to play till I'm 40. So I don't know if that's gonna if I'm gonna be good enough to play till I'm forty, but I kind of own the team. So yeah. <laughs> if Tom Brady can do it, yeah, if you, you probably can. You've heard a lot yeah. of parallels between him and I, right? Or Yager. I mean, Yager's fifty, just about fifty, and he's still playing. So you got you got fifteen more and years. And he owns to go. the same too, and same type of player. Yeah. Oh yeah. But in all honesty, um, I think that we did a really good job of bringing in good teammates this year, good people. Again, some some local, some guys from out of town, but I think we have a good squad. I think we have a lot to. To work on, obviously, there's a lot of rink rust, like we talked about earlier, but I think we have a good chance. Um, there's going to be some tough teams, as there always is in the league. You can't sleep on any team, as we found out. Teams are too good to throw one up. You have to come to play, or you're going to get beat. So, we had a good game. Last game, good. <laughs> we were the Red Deer Burkholzes. <laughs> yeah, five and two, I saw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah set the all-time points record. Um, well, one of you guys can break that next game, then. If I get five and two next game, you're going to retire. I will, do, <laughs> I will do this podcast in no close. All right. <laughs> he needs five more points to go five and two in his whole wrestler's career. <laughs> <laughs> just for reference, I scored four goals last year. But I'm sure they're all beauties. Oh, yeah. Just like yours. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess before, before we wrap up, we mentioned, Mike, you know, volunteers, sponsors, especially go ahead and sponsor because I think you guys are still financially recovering from Dustin and I making all the 
decisions the first year. I think it's always a great sponsorship opportunity because not only of the clientele at the game, but even the people on the team, right? Everyone's at that age where just like the listeners of our show, you might need insurance or you might need to buy a house and that. So huge, huge opportunity there for sponsorship. And yeah, I know it's, it's hard to dig up volunteers. I don't envy Dempster. I'm assuming you're the one looking after that this year. So just how do people get a hold of you if they want to do either of those, hopefully both? We have our social medias. We have uh, Instagram and Twitter with RD Senior Wrestlers. We have, uh, take my personal number, 403-588-2447. Give me a call anytime. Define uh, hot local singles yeah. in your area. Yeah. Oh, Oddly enough, if like you need plumbing help or want to talk about the wrestlers <laughs> or a date, that number works for all three. And that's, that's Senior Double in a nutshell right yeah. there. You said it perfectly. Yeah, for plumbing, push one. <laughs> for the Senior for Wrestlers, push, push two. Push two. Yeah. your pipes cleaned, yeah. press three. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a perfect note to go out on. Thanks, boys, for coming in. You took us down memory lane today and, and really excited for you guys in your in your third year of operation to do some great things. And thanks for coming on the podcast, partnering up with us, because we sure appreciate your guys's, your guys's business. And uh, we can't wait to get out and support yours. And you guys brought us, I think, 20 tickets, good for any game. Yep. the rest of the regular season that we're going to give away on social media. And uh, thanks for the, the slick new hats, too. Thank you guys for having us. Uh, we appreciate that and allowing us to come and, like Dustin said, walk down memory lane with, with Lundy and you guys and uh, talk about how much effort you put into our team and now you don't want to be part of it anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, love the organization, love the group. Piss on you guys, I'm done with you. But <laughs> Well, we'll have you guys back on after uh, after the parade this year and, and, and Dempster will expect you without any clothes. <laughs> no, that was only for seven point night. <laughs> Just, uh, just don't wear any clothes, man. <laughs> there will be a spot. I'm going to quit this podcast probably 10 times too. So there'll always be an open spot for Dem. So you can make be the first three time guest. Perfect. I'm in. Yeah. I, I honestly, after the first time I, I left and I was like having a little bit of FOMO that I wasn't in the podcast. I had so much fun the first time. I was like, I want to stay. I want to be part. But uh, 35 cards, Hockey Canada rules. <laughs> We're currently at 30. So that means there's five cards left. At January 10th, I can just cut you and you don't have to play anymore. So offers on the table if you want to settle the score. <laughs> I'll think Stands. about I'll yeah. think about <laughs> it. Is that, is that for Lundy or Dustin? Because <laughs> Lundy, I think, has some unfinished business yeah. too. So I think Lundy yeah. scored in his last game, didn't to he? To get some ice time. <laughs> ah, geez. I think I, I think I had two go- Oh, geez. I think I, I had one goal and three points that year. So I think I've done everything I came to do. <laughs> Can you know, like hockey can remember every shift, like Steven Stamkos. Lund can remember every shift because there was seven. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all like seven seconds long. <laughs> all right. Thanks, fellas. Thanks for having us. Less is more. That <laughs> yeah, was punny. Yeah, I didn't mean it to be, but that was good. A huge thank you again to Mike Dempster and Johnny Lee from The Rustlers, our episode sponsor. Great work, Dusty. It was nice just hanging out on the couch, living Aaron's life a little bit. I thought it went pretty well, Lundy. What do you think? I blocked out for most of it, but the, the parts <laughs> I do remember, yeah, um, two two very community oriented guys that, that obviously still love the sport of hockey, uh, even though they haven't scored yet this year. I'm sure they're going to get one if they just dig deep and keep trying. It's going to go in, and I speak from experience because I have scored a goal for the wrestlers before. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I thought thought, thought you did a good job uh, running that interview, Dust, and yeah, uh, maybe you can run the next one too. 
I don't. I don't yeah. think I'm going to be allowed. Ted got so mad at me for my Glad game. <laughs> yeah. Are Are you guys? Aren't all your listeners glad you know when the Keith Henderson's son's birthday is? <laughs> that is. That's content we are here for. You're welcome, Handy. Tell all your friends, buddy. I tell all Blake's friends too. <laughs> so yeah, I'm. I'm sad I missed that uh, interview with those guys because um, I've known Johnny for a long time, and I did have one story. I fuck Dempster, though, right? Like, he's just no, I, <laughs> I just haven't known Dempster for quite as long. Um, but I actually met him a long time ago because of Dustin at one of your birthday parties, and that was the first time. I <laughs> oh, oh, now birthday <laughs> parties are good to bring up. Well, that was a <laughs> well, when, when you're uh, reminiscing. Yeah, yeah, that's part of the story. context is key. But I do have one story that I wanted to bring up and I was sad I wasn't there to tell it. Well, not really tell it more mention it, but I think Dustin can tell the story. But me, you and Johnny were on, I believe it was the first ever uh, roller hockey team out of Red Deer to make the national championships way back when we were in like what grade eight, I think. And uh, we flew out to Toronto in the middle of summer and we were at Canada's Wonderland, Wonderland. Yep. Uh, theme park and you, John, uh, Blake Goring from Stride and who and Ryan Ekdahl, one of our firefighter friends, were in this Vanga Boys music video <laughs> playing <laughs> instruments. And I think you still have the VHS. I have the VHS and I actually have it on my, my phone now. But the worst part of the whole video is we were all so shy because there was these 21 year old smoking hot girls <laughs> looking through the video, or the, the windows at us, watching us. And we're like, what, 12, 13, like, oh, look at those girls. We're so shy. We've got braces on. And <laughs> were, were they like the audio video <laughs> people? Uh, maybe. I don't were know. They, like, oh, they might've been groupies. If you had braces when you were 12, I hope you got your money back. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for making fun of your teeth, but they look, they're fine now. He didn't have braces. I did. I oh. took them off early though, because I was a pretty rough and tumble hockey player, so my, oh. my gums always got messed up, so I complained enough that my mom actually took them off. Yeah. Well, she didn't take them off, but the dentist did. That's <laughs> as good a decision oh as choosing God. November birthdays for the Glad game. We oh. are off the rails. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> well, so so basically they made this music video. Yeah, I'd, I wouldn't mind sharing it on our socials, actually. If if I think it's as long as those guys are, are okay with it, which I mean, it's it's uh, pretty funny. Just well, tell them happy video. birthday on the podcast and they'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just mention them and their kids' <laughs> birthdays. And yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Dempsters, when's your kid's birthday? <laughs> January 10th, January 17th. Oh, perfect. Not for a while. Yeah. But anyways, to get back on track and give the wrestlers one more pump up here, make sure you go check them out this winter. It is great hockey. It's a lot of fun. They have, you know, they do need volunteers. Uh, you want to sponsor them, anything like that. Uh, make sure you give them a shout. And I think I know I owe a lot to the wrestlers. I think uh, when I think about the people I've met and some of the things I've been able to do the last couple of years. So uh, a pleasure to have them on. And uh, I feel bad for just walking away this year. But, you know, I think once you quit 10 times. The 11th time has to be the yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's in, in, in the legal books, Ted. So <laughs> the first 10 are free, and then the 11th one, that's, what, that's where yeah. it counts. Okay. We are going to keep going, though, and uh, more of, of less of Ted talking. Let's make that the theme this episode as we head into our Tourism Red Deer Spotlight. We're going to talk about a bit of a hidden gem in central Alberta, the Alberta Prairie Railway out in Stettler and Walsh. I think you're the only one out of the four of us that's already been there. You were just there, so take it away. 
So uh, I've gone one year on the Polar Express, uh, which I think is a pretty popular ride. But actually, just this past weekend here in October, um, we took our family and uh, kind of extended family. We all took the train uh, out to the Alberta Prairie Country Hideaway. So it's what it's called is Pumpkin Fest. And so you get on the train in Stettler and you it takes you about, I don't know, 25 minutes. And these are really nice trains. It goes pretty slow and it takes you, you kind of get off in the middle of nowhere and they have this kind of little area set up and you're there for about an hour and a half. So there's, um, they give you food, which like is included in your ticket. And then they have like little kid uh, trains kind of pulled by golf carts going around and a hay rides. There's a clown there making balloon animals, a couple other things, but you know, you're there for an hour and a half and then you get to take a pumpkin home. And so it's a cool little experience. I think it was 40 bucks a ticket. So, you know, something to do for a fall day. Because fall is a season, Ryan. No, but not, not in the prairies, though, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one question before you move on. Did you get to bring home five pumpkins or just yeah. one for the full so five one pumpkins? One pumpkin wow. per individual. So a lot of pumpkins. So, and of course, my kids picked the biggest ones. Well, yeah, so. you got to get your money's worth. That's so. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I haven't don't know the schedule for Pumpkin Fest. End of October when this comes out might be that might be over. But this is something like looking at the, they do something like year round. They have lots of cool stuff going on. Yeah. So I think more people would be familiar with the Polar Express ride that's run out of there. Basically, you know, I can't even remember how long you're on the train. Maybe it's more like more like 45 minutes. Uh, and it's in the winter. You're kind of encouraged, like come in your pajamas. So it it runs off the Polar Express kids story. And there's a movie with so Tom. Erin's going then. She's already in her pajamas. I'm ready, man. Go, yeah. It, it's really cool. There's a lot of staff and they kind of tell the story as you're traveling on the train. Like there's a narrator almost over the loudspeakers. But then the staff interact and they sing songs from the show. And like you get hot chocolate and a cookie and then you end up at the North Pole. What? And so You go all the way to the North Pole? Yeah. It's what? really cool. So, um, you know, at the time that we did it, I want to say my oldest ages were like five, three, and one. So we're going this year, seven, five, and three. And I, they're really excited because they kind of remember it. Um, but now a little bit older and read the story now a bunch of times. And uh, it's just a really cool family experience. And I would highly recommend it. So super excited for me and my daughter to enjoy this this year. I know we had talked about this. I don't know if this is a for sure thing, but you're bringing your family. I'm going to bring my family. Ted, maybe you and your son or however that whole relationship works at home. Uh, my maybe, friend, Ryan Lund. Maybe you guys can, like, are we all going to try and go at the same date? Yeah, I think let's hey, let's bring as many people as we can. Let's pick a date. Let's put it out there. Any fans of Odeer, plural, I don't know if it's plural or not, but we know Paul Peter is a fan. So Paul Peters, if you want to come, um, but yeah, let's go. Like I am 33 years old, single, no kids, and just looking at I love Christmas though, and it, it looks awesome. Looking to pick up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't finish that sentence. What did I didn't I? Oh, ADD. But really, I think, yeah, I'm I'm in. Lund, you're a Christmas guy. Yeah, now that I know it goes to the North Pole, I'm in. I've never <laughs> been to North to the North Pole before. We'll have to make sure though that I we don't want to interrupt Sano and he's like in the peak season though. So probably like what beginning of December? Yeah, I think November well, I have it written down. I don't know why I say think the Polar Express is November twentieth to December twenty second. And I know a lot of days like it runs twice. So the very first one looks like it's sold out, but you have a lot of opportunities and I think I think we'll go as close to the beginning as we can so we can make sure to to share it a bit and and show people what they might be missing. I agree. I think it'd be great to go with you guys. And if we can all plan it, that'd be awesome. Uh, but one that maybe you guys have heard of, but in the summer, they do various train rides, I think, around different stations in Alberta where you can just go or whatever. But a lot of them, they have 
an actual gang of bandits that come oh, on horseback yeah. and they train ra- and they, that sounds, they rob the train. That sounds too scary for yeah, Lundy. No, I'd rather go. I thought that was just at like Universal Studios <laughs> no, and stuff. They, wow. Yeah. yeah. So and the cops haven't caught these guys. <laughs> 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 like they do it every day. <laughs> They're that good, man. So there's a couple other rides that I don't know much about or, or sorry, themes, I guess that they do. Um, one, the teddy bear special. I'm not sure what that's about, but one, uh, Dustin talked about how much he loves to dress up. Murder mystery. Oh, which, oh, Lundy, I know you did one of those. Get the mascara so, out for your mustache. Yeah. <laughs> and my knife out for all the murdering. <laughs> Hypothetical murder. Yeah. Disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> so back to the Polar Express, though. Is there or are there going to be elves on the train? Only one way to find out, man. Uh, okay, fair enough. That's a good way to, to pretend if, that you know the answer when you don't know the answer. If we go with Walshy, I was going to say, is this a joke about me? <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I just, <laughs> I let, and I left that one. Yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, we could talk, we're probably going to talk about it again once we actually go. So make sure you go check it out, absteamtrain.com for more info. And not only are we going to be checking out the Polar Express at some point in November, but we've got another fun excursion coming up that we couldn't quite get to before this episode, but we're going to check out the Ellis Bird Farm. Uh, it's just east of Blackfall. I didn't even know this place existed either. Um, looks pretty cool. I will say I'm absolutely terrified of birds too. Like I think I'm a, or I, I just don't trust them, but uh <laughs> Oh, they're shifty. They're always up to something, right? Think, look at a look at a seagull. It's always plotting something. Yeah, it's but anyways, always pooping on your head too. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh. that's all they do. They just fly I and poop. <laughs> and See, I guess I, they well they do they do do. <laughs> 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 they, but I watched this bird documentary by uh, what's that famous British and David Attenborough. David Attenborough. Yeah, yeah David Attenborough. Richard's and the Jurassic Park guy. <laughs> He's brothers. A make-believe guy. No, it's, no. I'm Richard Attenborough is the guy who plays the old guy in Jurassic Park. Okay. And David is his brother, and you just learned something. Holy what? shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. But anyway, David, the narrator, he had me enthralled in this bird documentary, and every different bird species does this, like, mating dance. Oh, I want, and yeah. Did you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And some of them are pretty, pretty, like extremely it was, elaborate. It was Planet Earth part two. Okay. Yeah. Sure. But it's like some of these bird dances last like minutes long and then they, <laughs> then they fuck, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the documentary? Well, he, he had to shut it off. <laughs> yeah. was, TV time's over. You can't watch this part. Yeah, no, I have it. Uh, I have the parental settings on my Netflix. <laughs> so <laughs> David Attenborough just does voiceovers for who wants to see these birds pork. Yeah. But in a British accent. <laughs> yeah, like all classy like and, and shit. Uh, so yeah, if I can make the if I can make it to the bird farm, I'm in. To, to sum up, yeah. I'm in. But what, no, I don't want to bring you to the bird farm because <laughs> look at that he's, guy doing his mating call. He's right gonna, no, he's just going to narrate <laughs> yeah, the whole time. Just, I know what you're going to be looking for, and I'm not comfortable around you anymore. I'm I'm gonna watch that David Attenborough show again, and just I'm gonna practice the voice, and I'll do the narration while we're at the at the bird farm. Oh, I think this we're permanently off the rails. Like Ellis Bird Farm has nothing to do with <laughs> anything that we just talked about. They're not associated with that. But if you look at their website, a lot of people don't know that they're still open through the fall and and into the winter. 
Tuesday to Thursdays, they're open from 10 to 3, I believe. So if, if you have some time off work or you're working from home and can get out and have have young kids who aren't in school, I think it's a, a pretty cool field trip. And So I, we've been to the Ellis Bird Farm as well. A great place to take young kids. They have like different little play areas, kind of a little museum inside. Uh, and then you just kind of walk around in different trails. And the birds are very tame, Ted. But I do agree with you. Not Not on all birds, but geese you never know what those geese are gonna do and then they start hissing at you bower ponds and you go walking or jogging around bower ponds like i'd sooner swim in the pond than have to go through a a gaggle of geese on that path i mean those baby geese are pretty cute though okay so oh my god this is if you're still with us thank you before we go into a little beer break here i think we should toast door tender who once again provided the beer for tonight uh and a reminder we have another ten dollar off code this is a new one if you haven't used it already use oh dear 10 so that's one zero on your next order get ten dollars off pretty simple stuff if you haven't used door tender yet and it's starting to get cold out there Again, a pretty good excuse to not leave the house and a great time to use door tender. And I don't think we mentioned this or haven't mentioned this forever because we just assume everyone knows door tender is free delivery. They don't mark up their products. So really, you're just hopefully you're tipping the delivery driver, but you're getting the liquor store price. You're getting it delivered. And I think if you don't know as well, they do have a storefront. So if you are a little bit old school and you want to go in and and get your stuff, you can order it on the app and go pick it up and you still would get the $10 off using our code. So it's win-win really for everyone who wants to try it out. And it's it's in and out. That's what I did today to to pick up our beer. Coming home from work, popped in, grabbed it, gone. (laughs) All right. Man, we only had like 40 seconds left. We almost held it together. All right. Well, now that that uh, very smooth segment is done, uh, I'm going to do a bit of a check-in. The answer ahead of time is it's not going great, but I'm sure you guys are all eager to know how my magic show preparation is going. (laughs) It'll be better once I, once again, borrow a prop from Walsh because I believe he has a magic kit. Uh, Yeah, but recently my daughter started playing with it again. So So she could teach me. I don't know if she's willing to give it up. Maybe she could be your assistant, Ted. Or just do the whole thing. Yeah. My first trick could be changing into a a seven-year-old and then she can do the rest of the show. Do you have the hat too? Do you have the wand? The bunny? The chicken? (laughs) What what part of a kind of weird... I, actually, I know what kind of weird bird yeah. stuff you're into now. So. <laughs> We're not, no, it sounds weird, but those are all props in my daughter's magic. Is, is it a so, chicken yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, really? Well, there's a live chicken and a rubber chicken. It depends what type of tricks you're going to do. Maybe just go up there and saw London half and then you can have his house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna. Don't worry. Let you look. I'm a little hurt that you look like you believed it for a second. He's concerned. I'm, cons- I'm concerned that you're that you're considering it. No, I. So when we don't even have like an actual date, I know it was suggested. If they'll let me and Aaron, you can maybe throw this up the up the ladder, pun intended. Uh, maybe that's part of the the firefighter calendar launch show, and I can have some uh, people, some firefighters with the exact same body type as me, be my assistants. Honestly, I think there would be no better way to open up a show full of hot male firefighters dancing shirtless on stage than to have you do a magic show with a live or rubber chicken. <laughs> mm-hmm. A live rubber chicken? A live or rubber chicken. Oh, live or. Okay. I thought you said a live rubber chicken. I, well, with I, magic, you can bring yeah. it to life. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I think on that note, 
Well, let's let's call it that. So November sixth, again a reminder. I th- I think we've shoved the, man the the sex puns tonight, but I think we've shoved this in people's face enough that we are very excited to host the the firefighter Red Deer Firefighter Calendar Launch Party, which is all in support of the Red Deer Firefighter Children's Charity. But again, a reminder, and who knows by the time this comes out, might not be many tickets left. So if you do want to go, make sure you go into Bose. That's where you buy your tickets, thirty five bucks. And uh, yeah, I guess by the time this comes out, that's just a week. Away way and i guess we better start planning something the podcast did purchase four tickets where are we at? like what are we doing with those are we maybe i might have jumped the gun yeah, on i don't know but- i was thinking about that this comes out on the 29th or 30th depending on uh, how lazy i am in editing but let's say november 3rd is the deadline to enter on social media for those tickets so hopefully by then sold out which means we're the only way in town you can get in there other than maybe i'll smuggle you in in my magic kit <laughs> <laughs> poof <laughs> So in regards to this whole contest, because if this does go through and you do the magic show that night, I think that us three and Aaron should leave it up to the lovely ladies if if you've passed the test in the room by like a round of applause or something like that. Okay. You like that? Yeah. I, I think we take it completely out of our hands and, and see if the ladies like the show or not. Like it's going to be a good show. I think you can have confidence that I'm going to put on a good show. Quality of magic tricks is is up up for debate but uh so I, I think if they give you a round of applause and you pass and if they throw like lettuce and carrots at you then that's a fail okay so i think we've efficiently wrapped that up and uh i guess between now and when this comes out better think of a social media contest now as we move on here i i do not want you to do any bird calls lund <laughs> but i want to see if you can maybe throw something a little different this time as we roll into deer call <clears throat> <laughs> you really pumped up your lungs yeah. for that one. I don't that was like I was a call. That was, was either like an elephant in distress or an elephant mating <laughs> or cookie monster. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, the one costume we don't have. I well, I think it would get the deer's attention. So I think it it does the trick. That's true, yeah. Yeah. So I think I don't think there's one deer call out there. There's, there's plenty yeah. of deer calls. So I'm I'm happy with that sound. <laughs> Good. So am I. Deer Call is brought to you by Andrew Russell and Associates. You've seen him on just about every bus bench in town. Now it's time to see him in action. Call Andrew today and have Central Alberta's number one real estate team and the best beard in the business find you the house of your dreams. Learn more at andrewrussell.ca. And Tom Lundy sent you. But hey, man, thanks for uh, dropping a pumpkin off on my front porch tonight with your business card. Oh, yeah. If you buy a house from Andrew, you get a pumpkin on top of it. Yeah. It was, a, you... it was a nice surprise. Didn't know it was there. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah, I saw it too. I, I, I guess technically not my pumpkin because I didn't buy the house from Andrew, but I, I think we could have a lot of fun carving that thing up, but we I know we won't. Uh, yeah, we, we can. I mean, we two weeks. Yeah, two weeks to figure it out. So I guarantee you that thing will still be there in December. No, no, they they rot. They rot pretty. Yeah, that doesn't mean you'll move it. I I don't want it. I don't want it uh, messing up my front porch. You don't want it messing up with the flyer from July that's under the the doormat. You're you're totally going to shovel your sidewalk when it snows, I'm sure. (laughs) Okay, I'm getting a real bad rap from a couple people out there, but I do shovel my walks. (laughs) Mm. It's It's a health hazard 
and it's illegal not to. And I'm a law-abiding citizen, and I shovel the walks. As mm. as you're in this T-shirt that says you're just here to establish your <laughs> alibi. <laughs> so yeah, so if the cops call, I was here. I was not at the bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Okay, so let's get into deer call because last year call. I think we had a great conversation, lots of great answers from our listeners on social media talking about horror movies, going in a a bit of a different direction, but I think nostalgia, we love talking about it. Everyone loves the nostalgia piece. So we asked, because everyone's had one, your very first celebrity crush. If we throw back to the very first episode of this podcast, we found out the pink Power Ranger was mine. And yeah, I I know I'm not alone in that, but wanted to find out some other people. So uh, here we go. A few staples and a, a few surprises, actually. So start off with an obvious one from Carolyn, Ashley, and Joe. JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Ashley, is that my wife, Ashley? Yes. Oh, obviously. The guy's a dreamboat. And she's got you. That's like it's like going like <clears throat> going from a dreamboat to like a barge that carries garbage across the ocean. No, but yeah. I think I think like <laughs> in, that was a little me. Yeah, that was me. I was, 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 was going to say a tugboat. Yeah. In yeah. this in this era, it used to be like we had the posters up in rooms, right? Yeah. Of like, well, well, we'll talk about ours a little bit later. But all like these the teen oh, heartthrobs, yeah, yes, yeah. Right? Like these girls well, had teen beat pic- magazine. Yeah, these yeah. these ladies had posters of JTT. It was Home Improvement, right? Yeah, that he was in like. I don't Tom know. Tom and Huck. And, what was it? Tom and Huck. He was uh, in. Yeah. After Home Improvement, I don't know what. Yeah. But he was. Yeah. Just want to say Home Improvement. Great show. I wish it was on Netflix. I. You know so what? Netflix. If you're listening. Yeah. Throw it. Throw it on I, there. That's. I actually thought the exact same thing when I wrote down when someone said JTT. So that's two votes. Why don't we vote for that instead of the time change bullshit? But anyways, uh, staying on the the teen heartthrob. Amanda said Sean from Boy Meets World, and his name is escaping me. It's su- it's stupid. Rider Strong. Rider Strong, yeah. He was a cool Isn't one, that what right? you tell someone to do when they get on a horse? Like, hey, Rider Strong. <laughs> it <laughs> is now. Confirm, Aaron, can actually, you, has yeah. anyone ever yeah. told you that, Aaron? No, but I am going to use it yes. from now on. But yes, Sean from Boy Meets World. Ashley also said Devin Sawa. Who's that? So, Devin uh, Sawa, Sawa in the Sawa Casper and, movie. Yeah. He he's the uh, quarterback in Little Giants. Yes, mm-hmm. or the, the first Final team. Destination movie. He was a bit older then. You you'd know him. You'd know him yeah. to see him. But he was again. Uh, what's the what's the one? The, another like coming of age movie with the four girls and Rosie O'Donnell plays one of the old ones. Oh, uh, the traveling pants of the uh, the yeah, yes, <laughs> No, that's like <laughs> that was like three different movies. <laughs> Now and then, that's the movie. Yeah, right. That's yeah. What's like, You're like yeah. 20, 20 years old. The traveling sister of the yeah, yeah pants. Is that? I've never seen it. Never <laughs> seen it. Nobody's seen that movie. Okay. So what you're telling me is my wife settled. <laughs> Does, we've been telling you that literally the entire yeah. time we've known you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to be fair. <laughs> I got yeah, nothing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> we could be fair. No, Dustin, you're you're fine. You're a catch. Yeah, should have thrown you back, but you're a catch. <laughs> okay, Justin said this is a little bit before our time, but Alyssa Milano. Oh yeah, so that was who's the boss? I think was it was she was uh, oh, with Tony Danza. Oh no, and that's probably what Justin is referring to. Was she like the daughter? She was the daughter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was she in like uh, one of the witch movies? Yeah, Charmed. Charmed. The show. Charmed. It was a show. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So Kevin Strybosch, the athlete, and Brady both said Baby Spice. First time I saw that music video, I forget how old it was, but I was like, yeah, all of them. <laughs> wannabe? Uh, I, yeah. Oh, I, I was hoping you were going to sing Wannabe. Oh, 
Uh, no. It's been a while. Um, go ahead and sing it. Uh, how does it go? If uh, you want to be my you wanna... lover. <laughs> then... That was like a bird squawk. Are you, you trying to turn get... on? Start. Yeah. I actually don't know the actual If words, you want to just... be my lover, yeah. you got to get with my friends. So it's an orgy song. Make it last forever. And friendship never, never ends. ends. Yeah. Friendship never ends. Yeah. Friendship never ends. Well, I don't know why we put it it's, on him. That's basically the tagline of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> or the other part. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I want to be friends with Lund after this whole bird thing, but. Well, let's just see how the bird farm goes. Then we'll well, if I, if I hear Richard Attenborough or David Attenborough <laughs> pumping in the house, I'm getting the hell out. <laughs> Richard Attenborough. Why are, the, why are the candles lit to watch planet Earth? Okay. <laughs> Uh, here's a kind of a weird one, but I can see, you know, in the, the timing of it. Tracy said Luke Skywalker. I'm sure a big man crush, you know, growing up in that era when, when those movies came out. I think everyone w- would have wanted to be Luke Skywalker. I would have thought yeah. it would have been Harrison Ford instead of Luke I, Skywalker. That's I, the obvious choice. I, yeah. But I think there was like a, I think there was equal parts, Harrison Ford and, mm-hmm. and Mark Hamill. So ready to get mad at me? I've never seen Star Wars, so. Oh, I don't care. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Some people do get mad at me for that. So yeah. I appreciate your friendship. Yeah, you should watch it though. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I will. I'll get there one day. Anyways, Karen said Garth Brooks. Oh yeah, I could see that. I, yeah, I'd, I'd, that's a, I'd, that's, I like, like that like one because that's think, not just a looks one. That's like a talent, yeah, charisma, yeah. I'd very nice how guy. old Garth Brooks like. Well, if it's like your first heartthrob, it would be when they're young. So it would be Garth Brooks from probably. Yeah, the 90s. Yeah. I think even now. Would you let his <laughs> alter ego? Chris Gaines? No, fuck that guy. <laughs> that was a blemish on an otherwise fantastic career. I saw Garth Brooks when he came to Calgary a few years ago, and uh, I haven't been to many concerts, but it was incredible. That guy is, uh, he puts on a show. So not your first crush, but you probably left with one, because I, I yeah, I did when I, same thing a couple years ago. Because you're just so impressed by yeah. by what how he performs. And so Katie said, Brendan Fraser, he was so hot in The Mummy. And that that's Katie's words. I'm not adding that on. <laughs> that one that one I don't really didn't see he it. was he was uh like an A-list celebrity for like a year or two when yeah. he was in Tarzan like he was jacked no that was George of the Jungle or George of the Jungle which is oh I That's love a, that movie there's one there's one movie I actually really like the one where he's like trapped in the his family lives blast in the from the past blast from the past yeah. oh he's in it's, he's that's in a pretty good, good movie, movie. So if you go back to like even before the mummy like school ties and a couple of those movies when he was younger uh what's the what's the stupid Pauly Shore one in the army oh no. Encino no, Man uh, yes Encino, Encino Man. Man isn't he isn't yeah. he like he's the like, caveman yeah. in that? Yeah. yeah. And so, he's making a again, comeback. Just jacked. He's coming back to Hollywood. Hey, Sam said Charlie Conway and the Mighty Ducks, which I don't know. Conway's a spaz. He always screws up. Oh, he's... yeah. I take Banksy over Charlie, but. Well, yeah, but, but Conway's the captain because he's got the heart. I'd probably say Averman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You are. You actually are the Averman of everything you've ever been a part of. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's is his name thing. Averman? Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you said Averman. No, look, look, listen to the tape. I said Averman. Yeah, yeah. let's ask okay. the photographer. Yeah, okay. yeah. Don't trust me. <laughs> what? Uh, what's his? What's the actor's name? Joshua Jackson. Like later on, he's in. I could definitely oh, see Dawson he was, Creek. Yeah, Dawson yeah, Creek. Yeah, I think you guys seen a that new show that. called Doctor Death. He's he's on that show. Oh, oh really? It's a. Uh, I you're it's, just. It's a show that started from a podcast. Is he still looking foxy? Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's, he looks like he looks like same yeah, yeah. he did twenty years ago. Hey, good for him. Yeah. That's a long time. But he plays a bad guy in the show, so. That's even hotter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ken <laughs> Ken said Sarah Michelle Geller. I'm on board with that one. Yeah. Buffy. Yeah, yeah Buffy. 
Buffy and then like the I know what you did last summer movies. And, oh yeah. So that that's a weird one, but yeah, she's still smoking hot in it. Uh, Lisa going back a bit, but I can get on board with this is Jordan Knight from the New Kids on the Block. Don't that was that was that was the time, guy though. That oh there's him in that oh what's the guy's name? The the young guy Joey McIntyre. Those were like they paved the way for Backstreet Boys to Yeah, they were kind of like the original my boy band. Yeah. From our era anyways. People might take offense to that, but No, I I think they pretty much they they revolutionized it. So that's a, uh, that's a good pick. The Monkeys? Mickey yeah, Dolan. That's what I mean. I'm sorry. Were they a boy band history. though as much like yeah, they were more like uh they were like a whole manufactured Gosh thing just like every single boy band to come after them yeah but they had like their show and stuff too they were more like they paved the way for s club if anything to have to be a band and be in a show let's take this offline yeah, <laughs> so i was just gonna say here's one we can all even aaron is gonna agree with this keelan said shannon elizabeth in american pie is that nadia yeah oh yeah uh, big surprise yeah. a teenage boy has a crush on a girl who shows her boobs yeah real original keelan but i agree Agreed. Yeah, good pick. Now, can you imagine if David Attenborough narrated that movie? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No. Don't imagine it here. Yeah, no, yeah. I'll, I'll save it for later. So, Josh, like, Josh, I agree with this, but for a first crush, Josh must have not watched TV until he was 17 years old. He said Alicia Cuthbert. In the girl next door? Well, I probably, but yeah. I mean, that's a lot. That's a great first crush, but for a 34, 35-year-old, you're just indifferent up until then, I guess, so... But you never forget your first. And here's one. This is like two words that probably are the only answer to this one. Jeremy said Kelly Kapowski. Yeah. You guys Saved remember the those shirts? Yeah. yeah. Those shirts. So, so like I kissed Kelly Kapowski. Yeah. I never had one, but <laughs> I always <laughs> wanted one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool story. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like the ones she wears, like the, the crop kind of crop tops, tops which, yeah. which are now. coming back, yeah. Well, yeah, thanks to Ezekiel Elliott of yeah. the Dallas Cowboy. I think Kelly Kapowski wore it better, but that's for each individual person to decide. Uh, another more recent one, Pella said Harry Styles, which whole whole different kind of vibe i guess ed sheeran to be in that same kind of group i think yeah just super super talented different good looking british sean mendes yeah yeah okay this is this is gonna trigger aaron so get ready brie said nick carter he was the only backstreet oh, i shouldn't say that i i didn't have a crush i was not a nick carter fan I thought he was douchey. Still think he's kind of douchey. You were more of the Aaron Carter type, weren't you? I have standards. <laughs> Not Aaron very Carter high doesn't. ones, but Aaron Carter is definitely off the list. And I was a little too old for Aaron Carter anyway. So Now he's a little too in jail for everyone. So <laughs> or he might, I don't know. That's That might be true. That might not. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that, that was it for the list. I know you guys know mine was, was the pink power ranger, but another one, once I, once I got to the age where like you really start to notice women, right? Like the, the puberty era. I remember Trish Stratus from WWE. <laughs> yes. Oh Sable. my God. And yeah. yeah, Sable, but even more that Sable was like the original one. I remember Trish, Trish Stratus and a couple of years ago at Comic-Con in Calgary, got the opportunity to take a picture with her and you think, man. I thought you were going to say from far away. No, yeah. I'm just way in the background <laughs> through shades, but who didn't love really any of the WWE wrestlers like Stacey Keebler and I could go on and on, but Trish Stratus, she was probably always number one. So you just triggered me because I was a big WWE guy, but how about the American Gladiator woman? Like I, yeah, I was yeah. a big fan of them too, but my two 
my two, and I think there'll be a lot of people that will agree with me on these two. Topanga from Boy Meets World. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's my, <laughs> TGIF was like, you just, yeah, she was awesome. <laughs> my second one, and this is maybe a little bit older. I don't know where I was, what age I was when this came out, but Christina Aguilera, when she released the dirty music video <laughs> on much music. We were pretty old. Were no, we? That was like, that would have been like high school. Yeah, 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 yeah. My God. It didn't matter if you, she launched that video 10 years from now. You're yeah. only human. That's true. She was a little, she was my crush. Yeah. Yeah. You got me thinking about the American gladiator women now. I totally miss something about just being able to surrender all control that <laughs> just does it for me. <laughs> so ladies. Yeah. Nothing more attractive than a powerful woman in every sense of the word. Yeah. I like your uh, American Gladiator ones. I, they had really cool names. I just can't remember what they were called. Like Phoenix and yeah. Blaze and... Yeah. Blazer. Yeah. And I know one girl was late, so she was just Jessica. But they didn't have time to think of a name. Uh, for, I guess for me, uh, Jessica Alba was one. Cameron Diaz was another one too, but same thing. It was I think it was a little bit older with her, so... Like, are you thinking from the movie, What what's the movie when uh, hair all stands up? Oh, there's something about Mary. Something about Mary. Mary. Is that the movie you're kind of thinking of from think, her era? Yeah, I think so. Uh, we were probably high school with, yeah. for that one too, but yeah. that, I think that was her big break. Well, Mask was her first movie, The Mask mm. with Jim Carrey. That I think, yeah, right from then, you probably go right back to then. And I think the whole world had a crush on her. Yeah, she was the, the it girl, I think, for a few years there. And she was a Charlie's Angel. And she's been in a lot of stuff since then. And then she married that Benji Madden from that emo <laughs> punk band. Wasn't yeah. it Charlotte? Good Wasn't that Charlotte? I always oh, loved that good, band. Good, that's a good band. They're still a good band. Are they still a band? I think so. Really? Yeah, I think hey, so. Hey, you like what you like. No judgment. It says the guy that just wants to be controlled and yeah. and and dominated by a powerful I, I just, woman. I just meant like music and stuff. You like what you like, but oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Lund. Did my preferences for women change your life in any way? Uh, yeah. Unless maybe we bang up the walls or something. They're putting holes. Hey, in man, the walls. can we install this sex yeah. swing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put it over by the bird swing. <laughs> Is it my turn yet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Walsh, please save us. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think this was an awesome question, by the way, Ted. And it got me kind of thinking and you kind of go through stages and different life cycles <laughs> as you're growing up. And so a couple we've already talked about that I had, but um, Sporty Spice, that, she's yeah. right up there with maybe my first one. Like you say, all oh, the Spice Girls were good, but but Sporty Spice. Sandra Bullock, the Speed movie. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I, I was probably way too young to watch that whenever I watched it, but I remember she was kind of my very first kind of movie star crush. And then uh, another one would be like Jennifer Aniston with Friends. And again, probably shouldn't have been watching that whenever I was, but... Kev, you're in high school. Well, no, I, I <laughs> that was before that. She, she hasn't yeah. aged a day. It's crazy. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. She, right. she got her, she's got her life figured out. Well, we can, we can go on. A, this is another one. We'll take this offline too and, and talk about again. I uh, love when we go off the rails on Deer Call because it means we've generated some good conversation. And honorable mention that no one said Christina Applegate in Married with Children and then literally the rest oh. of her career. Now, I did the Jonathan Taylor Thomas and the Devon Sawa, but first... Leo? Is, is it Leo? Eh, no. Oh. First... There was Kevin Costner in Robin Hood, uh, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> you see his butt. I was seven or eight. I fell in love and still kind of in love with Kevin Costner. Well, it's like that Hallmark card that you never forget your first butt. 
And that guy hasn't aged either. No, he, he's 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 up and down. I really like Kevin Costner. He's been in some terrible movies, but I would say Man Crush wise, like in Bull Durham, same thing too. Like I think either of those movies, he's yeah, he's got he's got it. Yeah, well said, Aaron. Well said. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for letting me chime in there. Do you have, do you have any more? Uh, no, this is really right. just a Kevin Costner's butt yeah. appreciation moment. So, Aaron, can you? Are you going to start like a Kevin Costner butt appreciation club? That's probably there's probably already one out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just, the Red I'll Deer chapter. <laughs> yeah. No, I would love to. It's probably on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'll take a look. I'll poke around. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you will. All right. Well, thank you again, everyone, for your answers, and uh, stay tuned to social media for our next deer call. Always appreciate when people chime in. I, uh, all right, so in the spirit of Halloween, we did throw some masks back on it, a stupid Bert head on, and Ernie next to me now, and man, I can't see out of this and talk out at the same time, but I'll tell you what, and when when this part of the episode comes out on YouTube, make sure you go watch it, because Dustin and Walsh are wearing those rubber masks, uh, what is it, Statler and Waldorf, the old guys from the Muppets, and Walsh, you look like when Hercules, like in the cartoon, went in the pool of death or whatever and was like on the verge of dying and then got run over by a truck. That's what you look like right now. It is terrifying. Thank you, Ted. This is what you guys are going to look like in 50 years. Or by the end of this podcast tonight. Okay, so let's get into it because we, we did want to just dress up a little bit. We talked a big game about the Halloween episode. So let's get in <laughs> to part two of Dustin versus Walsh. Versus is brought to you by Travis Kletke, chartered professional accountant and partner at Swainson Alexander, located downtown Red Deer, building connections through exceptional service and trusted professionalism, one client at a time. Learn more at SwainsonAlexander.ca. Okay, we're going to get through. Everyone took a pause. These costumes are ridiculous, so let's get through it. Now, last time we talked, I don't even know the right way to do this. <laughs> I can't. I'm going Your head's hitting the roof. We talked. <laughs> oh, good idea, Ted. Let's wear the, the Sesame Street heads while we do this. We talked a lot about horror movies last time. So I think it's only fitting with this episode coming out right before Halloween. We know you guys love Netflix or Nonsense or Prime or Pretend. So Aaron did up a game for us called... Horror or Hogwash. Good name. Thank so, you. Ted came up with it. It was a team effort. So, yeah, we're, you guys know the rules. We've got 10 questions, tiebreakers if need be. You're just going to say, listen to it, tell us if it's horror or hogwash. So these could be movies from anywhere, not just Netflix, not just Amazon Prime, but literally anywhere. So, you know what, Aaron, you came up with the game. Why don't you start us off? All right, number one. When three college students move into an old house off campus... They unwittingly unleash a supernatural entity known as the Bye-Bye Man, who comes to prey upon them once they discover his name. The friends must try and save each other, all while keeping the Bye-Bye Man's existence a secret to save others from the deadly fate. Title, The Bye-Bye Man. <laughs> makes, makes sense. Horror or hogwash? Hogwash. Horror. Horror. Point for Walsh. We're going to hurry this along because Walsh looks like he doesn't have much time left. <laughs> <laughs> An action-packed horror comedy about three college girls who go on a carefree vacation of drinking games, topless sunbathing, and sexual exploitation. Well, sounds like the theme of this episode. Their carefree fun comes to an abrupt end when toxic zombie beavers <laughs> try to eat them. Title. Zombievers. 
Huh. Prime. <laughs> That's not even an answer. <laughs> Hor- oh, horror God. or hogwash? Hogwash. Horror. That is horror. Oh, no that way. is a real movie that people made that I will likely watch. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm in. Yeah, topless sunbathing? Uh, yeah. It is sexual exploration. What did I say? You keep saying exploitation. Oh. Yeah, we don't, want to do, we, don't, we don't do any of that here. Yeah. If, I, if I said, I can't read very well through this mask, if I said exploitation, it was sexual exploration. Okay, Aaron, take it away. A man buys an old house to restore, and when digging a hole for a septic tank, he finds a large box filled with $3 million and a dead body. His dilemma, does he report his findings and lose the money or hide the money and rebury the body? Title, Digging to Death. <laughs> Hogwash. Hogwash. Horror! Oh, guys, it was oh, so wow. obvious. So it's still 2 nothing Walsh. Teens on a school trip think they're in for the adventure of a lifetime, but excitement turns to terror as the students start to turn on one another in depraved and horrific ways. Someone on the island is trying to open a portal to hell, and cannibalism is just the start. Title, Portal to Hell. Horror. Hogwash. Hogwash! Point for Dustin. Dustin. Two on Walsh. Now, Aaron, is that a movie you can get made, maybe? Because it sounds pretty good. Honestly, it is not worse than the other movies on this list. <laughs> Number five. Horror horticulturalist Jack Woods is back, and this time he's facing an army of undead, genetically altered pumpkins programmed to kill all humans. <laughs> He enlists an army of butt-kicking elite female fighters to help him this time, and no front porch will be safe until these killer babes rid the world of these crazed, rampaging gourds. Jack versus Lanterns. <laughs> I gotta tell you how incredible it is right now watching Walls look so focused with this mask on. I can't wait for everyone to see this video. Horror hogwash Jack versus Lanterns. Hogwash. Horror. That is a real movie. No Horror. Way. Point for Walsh. 3-1 Walsh. Six. When a vintage jack-in-the-box is unearthed and donated to a museum in the heart of the woods, it's not long before a staff member realizes that the creepy clown doll inside has a life of its own, and his colleagues are dying one by one. Title, The Jack-in-the-Box. <laughs> I get it. Hogwash. Horror. Point for Dustin. That is horror. Ooh, 3-2 Walsh. Number seven. Rookie zombie hunters, Brad, Chad, and Kyle, (laughs) are already out of their depth against the reanimated corpses threatening their town. But as the army of the undead grows, they come across something even more terrifying. Chad's mom might have started the zombie apocalypse. (gasps) Title, Zombie Squad. Hogwash. Hogwash. It is hogwash. It was the Brad, Chad, and Kyle, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to put him I in there. I thought it was Chad's mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, still 3-2. Number eight. Strange things are happening in Druid Hills, Kentucky. People are saying there are large, great white sharks swimming in the corn stalks. <laughs> Meanwhile, serial killer Teddy Bo Lucas is arrested for killing dozens of people using shark jaws and teeth as weapons. Chief Vera Scheider is caught in the middle trying to figure out if her missing twin sister Lorna might be one of them. Title, Sharks of the Corn. 
there, there's a lot to unpack there. Holy smokes. Hogwash. Horror. That is a real movie. Horror. Oh, point oh for God. dust. We have, a, we have a tie. We've got two more left. Number nine. Katana Master Tao leads a special ops squad of ex-military vigilantes on a massacre mission. Their target? Vampires on an old post-apocalyptic globe. Tao is the survivor's only hope, and he knows the only cure is extinction. Title? Against the Dark. Hogwash. That is a real movie starring Steven Seagal. We're tied? Yeah. Yep, still tied. Do you like Steven Seagal? Last Lund? question. He's got a bird in his name. I thought you'd like him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question before we have to go to tiebreakers. Down on his luck, Niles thinks his fortunes have turned when he purchased a bookstore in a trendy London neighborhood for next to nothing. What he doesn't know is that the store was the scene of a series of gruesome murders by a notorious cult in the early 1900s. And the ghosts of the victims still haunt the store to this day, killing anyone who picks up a book. Now it's up to Niles and his landlord, Walter, to banish the unwanted souls from his store without becoming one of them. <laughs> Title, I Read Dead People. <laughs> hogwash. Horror. That is hogwash. Oh, oh, Dustin comes from behind. Oh. And we all win because these masks are coming off. All right, masks off. Wow, those are hot. But Aaron, thank you again. Great game. And I think like almost all of those were real movies, which is... Which awesome. I think that's awesome. I think it's pretty concerning <laughs> for <laughs> society. Yeah. And almost all of them have been added to my watch next list. But I, I would watch I Read Dead People. I don't know about Chad, Neil, and <laughs> Chad, Beaver. Brad's, and Kyle. Chad's, Brad's, and Kyle's. But everything else sounded. Yeah. sounded Should have thrown real. in a beefer. Yeah, you guys, you guys got more correct than, than I thought you would. So well done. Well, Dustin, 2-0 lead, which means we're both one step closer to a free carriage ride and movie and dinner, which is nice oh, because yeah. I'm sick of being on the wrong end of all this shit. So keep it going. Keep it rolling. <laughs> uh, thank, thank you again, Aaron. Awesome game. And I think now it's, it's time to wrap up. Through, I don't know what to say about this episode. It could be very long. It could be very short. We'll see what hits the cutting room floor. Hey, you know what? Dustin, keep it rolling. Or Lund, whoever. Someone uh, give us the end of episode spiel. Uh, happy Halloween to all you spooky ghosts and goblins out there. And, <laughs> and everyone, like if you're just a human, and, happy Halloween. Yeah. If you're humans, uh, yeah. Good job making it this far. <laughs> and, uh, hopefully everyone has a safe and, uh, exciting end to their summer. <laughs> And follow us on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Give us a positive review, report the negative reviews, <laughs> give all our fellow restaurant and business friends positive reviews in this trying time. What am I missing? Oh, give us a poke I don't know, I think on like Facebook. Like an, <laughs> yeah. I think with that trying time, I think the only thing you're missing is like a low, slow, sad score behind you. Hit us up on MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah shoot it. Like just interact with us. DM us. Um, if you ever want to trade Tamagotchis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're at Oh Dear Podcast uh, 1 on OnlyFans. <laughs> and we're and the original. 1 is the amount of followers we have. 
and strong, powerful woman, our DMs are open for Ted. Yeah, <laughs> always. But yeah, I think you nailed it. Again, huge thank you to our episode sponsor, the Red Deer Senior Rustlers. Lots of ties there. Thank you to Mike Dempster and Johnny Lee for coming in. Uh, lots of fun swapping stories there. I think that could be a, a very long interview. As always, Ryan and Riley, thank you so much. We Again, we did a little bit of extra stuff tonight, had some moving around to do. So, uh, But we're at least glad we can entertain you while you play Call of Duty back there. So it's a win, win, win for everyone. And Communal Creative Studios by Bose. Again, check them out. Anything you need, they uh, do some incredible work. And I guess uh, thank you, Aaron. Again, this is, uh, I think we keep testing you every time, like what you're willing to put up with from us. Well, I've already seen Dustin in his underwear today and he's wearing socks with his sandals. So it has been a trying night, but I had a lot of fun. So thanks for having me on the couch. Yeah, that's the most frightening part about Halloween is seeing Dustin Birkenstocks and like Rumpelstiltskin socks. I bet he's comfy though. You look great, Dustin. Thanks, Air Bear. Or Air Walrus. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I don't even want to go from there. Walsh, any last thoughts? Or did we pretty much ruin your life tonight? Uh, you no, know, tonight was uh, very interesting. Let's just say that. How does your hair look so good after being in that mask? Because the mask That's, is huge. Yeah. Didn't even touch my head. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin's a skin tight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let me just say, sign off from Waldorf with a 2 nothing lead. Thanks for tuning in today, folks. <laughs> well, that's it. Thanks again for making it this far. And uh, we'll see how far we can push the envelope next time. What the fuck is a Waldorf? <laughs> we have like eight different sign-offs there yeah. to choose from. So. <laughs> yeah. One more. From my family to yours, have a very, very happy Halloween. <laughs> happy birthday, November. <laughs>